I'm Roberto, and we are doing our little Christmas special today, so we will be having a guest. Unfortunately, Brendan cannot be here because he is currently going to a concert and meeting with a friend in that city. So he is not here today, but you have me, and we have our highly esteemed guest, Alexei. Alexei was a professor of mine when I was at the university, and he is a great person to talk to, and I really enjoyed my time with him. So, Alexei, dobro pozdravat, sada power. Spasiba, spasiba, Roberta. Thank you so much for this flattering introduction. So, yeah, well, it's always great to talk to awesome people like yourself. Yeah, well, I was privileged to teach at Juniata for a year as a Fulbright uh, visiting instructor. Yeah, and I'm currently teaching English and linguistics home in Russia. Yeah, and... I'm glad to be on your show, right, and talk a little bit about Christmas and New Year. Yeah, they are both coming, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm lucky to have both experiences overseas and here home. So, yeah, well, we might reveal something here. Yeah, and I had the same experiences when I was abroad in St. Petersburg, so I got to see some things. Um, For me, it was funny because the family that I stayed with had a more catholic style christmas so even though they were orthodox so uh, for me it was just kind of oh this is fun because it's like it's kind of reminds me of what we do at home but it was still russianized in some way um but let's get started with you so what what is a russian christmas slash new year celebration Oh, well, uh, I would actually say that, well, I mean, Christmas is widely celebrated in Russia. Well, I personally am not too religious. Like, yeah, I am a believer, but I cannot say that I'm, well, like uh, a steady churchgoer or something. But yeah, we celebrate Christmas and well, in my family and now here in Moscow where I'm, where where I stay. Yeah, we celebrate it in January, right on January Mm the 7th. So after uh, New Year, and, well, but generally what we have is, well, we can have family dinners, uh, kids, well, and not only kids, let's be fair, well, and not kids usually do it when mm, they just enjoy some drinks, so they go from house to house and sing something like, well, may, they may sing some songs like carols, kalatki, or they can just uh, recite something without singing and well the tradition is so the hosts should share something candies cookies or maybe something stronger like uh, you know a bit of well a drink or two yeah it depends or yeah something to go with that drink of course nobody gives kids drinks but yeah if young adults do it this happens Right. And, uh, yeah, we usually also, uh, well, not everyone, but quite a few people like to make a wish right at 12 a.m. January the 7th. So if I remember correctly, you just need to walk out, look at the sky uh, and think of a good wish. And it is supposed to come true. Well, I've tried several times and I would say that some of them did come true. So that's, well, a brief description uh, of of Christmas, I guess, here, well, in Russia. Yeah, and like compared to here, you know, most of my listeners are American or Western European, so they know yeah. what the traditional Christmas is. And 
if you mm-hmm. watch TV at all, you know what American Christmas tends to look like. Um, but one thing that I do want to mention is, you know, Russians don't tend to have a big celebration on the 7th. It's a bigger one on New Year's. Totally. Yeah, you're absolutely right. New Year is a really big deal here in Russia. So we we wait till the Kremlin Spassky Tower clock chimes at 12 a.m. Uh, we'll listen to the president's speech. Well, I mean, traditionally, the president makes a speech. It is usually pre-recorded. Well, it's not live, of course. So he usually addresses the country at like, I guess, five. Uh, uh, yeah, just five of 12 a.m. So just right five minutes before the clock chimes. And then everyone drinks champagne and we start celebrating. Uh, well, this is like a frame, so to speak. Of course, yeah, not everyone has to do it, but usually this is how it happens. Many people just walk, while in Moscow people go walking and everything. Some get uh, to celebrate uh, in the subway. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. happen to celebrate, well, at least in Moscow. Yeah, and yeah, then there is a celebration of about, I would say, a week or even 10 days. But the new New Year night is is special. No one goes to bed early, so we uh, party hard. We uh, eat and drink quite a bit. Well, depends. Some people do engage more in that. Some a bit less. But yeah, usually, well, the average time to go to bed is like at least five a.m. But again, on average, some folks stay up longer. On the food topic, what are some mm-hmm. traditional foods you'll see on a Russian table? Well, yeah, on a typical Russian table, well, and I actually am guilty of that myself, <clears throat> shouldn't eat that much. So we have the so-called Russian salad, or it's also called Olivier. So you basically mm-hmm. put bean, uh, peas, uh, sausage, uh, boiled potatoes, onions, uh, pickled cucumbers, and then you dress it with, uh, well, it depends. My mom would usually dress it with a mixture of sour cream and mayonnaise. Well, and mm-hmm. you could add some, I don't know, parsley or dill a little bit. Well, uh, so that's Olivier on the Russian sal- salad. We also love having the so-called herring under a fur coat. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we actually cooked some of these at Juniata when we had the Russian dinner. Well, yeah. not the new year but uh in april and that was that was quite mm, that was enjoyable well i guess we did something before but yeah uh, those meals so we had those meals in oh, sorry where in uh, eagles landing if i remember mm-hmm. correctly or in, in that building well but it's a herring under a fur coat uh, you slice herring then you put it at the bottom and do you put like layers well, potatoes, chopped pota- chopped boiled potatoes, then, uh, like, I mean, I know Eggs. how to cook it, but I keep forgetting. It's, yeah. uh, I know it, what it goes into it is, yeah. um, sliced herring, uh, yeah. beets, beets is important, yeah. it's how you get the, the purple look on it, uh, sour cream, because mm-hmm. Russian food isn't complete without a bit of sour cream. And dough. No, it's not. Uh, boiled, boiled eggs as well, that you kind of like grate. Yeah, I um, keep... and carrots, yeah, and then potatoes as well. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. I I keep forgetting about eggs. Eggs also boiled eggs go 
uh, to the Russian salad as well, and here, right? Well, how do I forget? Uh, uh, yeah, but usually the the uh, uh, well beetroot goes at the top typically. Mm -hmm. uh, well, honestly, I've never cooked herring under a fur coat on my own in my life. I, Either, I had yeah. <laughs> I had other people make it for me because I don't want my house to smell like fish. <laughs> Uh, well, well we usually, <laughs> yeah, it was either my mom or uh, my girlfriend, uh, but never, never myself, not just completely myself. So if you want to, uh, if you want me to cook it on my own, I will probably take some time just to go over, uh, not the recipe, but the order of, of how it happens. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, but this is a big deal here. And I find it tasty, personally. Well, both Russian salad and, and the shuba, or selotka pod shubai, as we call it in Russian. Yeah, but it looks like fur coat, I guess. Yeah, of food <laughs> above. Uh, yeah, it's just this big, it's like a lasagna of, like, vegetables. Yeah, yeah well... It's a, it's a fish lasagna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this is... Lasagna is a great description, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it just matches the, the, the style. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, that's a fish... The technology and the the, the order well no, that 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 makes us might makes us think of uh, make us think of lasagna yeah yeah right and it's and like you you cut into like squares so it looks like a lasagna so yeah yeah totally know, I, I've had a really good celiorca uh, panchuboy or herring on fur coat when yeah. I was in Saint Petersburg and it was freshly oh. caught herring so wow was, yeah because um. My host mom's boyfriend just likes to fish, so he would just go get herring and like when he went out to the dacha and everything. All right, well, look at you. I, yeah. I, I can only guess how delicious it was. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I, it's, it's the best one I've ever had. I, right. Nothing else has compared to it. I'm like, this is a high standard now. I see. Yeah, well, I cannot disagree. Well, I cannot say I was that lucky ever. Well, I don't think that the herring that go, that went to the Silotka Pachubai that I had uh, was freshly caught, but freshly fished, yeah. But probably it was. But uh, yeah, if it's just out of the water, it's it's it's, it's extremely, mm -hmm. it was finger-licking good. Right? Yeah. So, well, yeah. Especially after you do the treatments for it, you know, to put it in the, the dish. Um, but no, it was, it was really good. My mouth's watering now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, is mine. <laughs> yeah. So what goes, you know, other than the salads, you know, we have uh -huh. Pud Shuboy, um, Paragon Fur Coat. We have yeah. Olivier, which is the most traditional Russian salad you'll see right. at any table. What are some other big things that people like to eat? Yeah. I know, like, any like pita shki or anything? Yeah. Well, I definitely say mashed potatoes, absolute mm -hmm. hot mashed potatoes with the, well, be roast beef, well, roast beef, not really. Well, with more, ju just with steamed beef or something. Yeah, well, I, mm -hmm. uh, I put it uh, like that with the pork, well, with cutlets, uh, well, chicken, well, all sorts of, well, different meats. Could be then we could have caviar well i wouldn't say that uh, black caviar comes too frequently yeah, it's quite expensive <laughs> and it's yeah, yeah earlier earlier it was it used to be more available but yeah uh, a can of uh, red caviar for sure mushrooms 
So pickled mm -hmm. mushrooms or fried mushrooms that could go well. Well, I, I basically am describing mostly uh, my family's table, to be honest. But no, of course. Yeah, well, with this or that variation, well, that's what you will have. Naturally, champagne. Well, champagne is quite a big deal to, to have some champagne with the clock chiming 12 a.m. And tangerines. Yeah, that's so what's, what's really special. We just love tangerines on New Year. And, you know, I personally sometimes cannot stop eating it. If there are a lot of tangerines, I should be kept away from them. <laughs> I cannot yeah. stop, honestly. <laughs> I, I understand because I remember when I was, we had a lot of tangerines and mm -hmm. my host mom would say, oh, no, Robertushka, here, tangerine. And I'm like, uh -huh. okay, I don't really like them. And then next thing you know, I had like six in my hand and just taking them to my room. And then like 10 minutes later, it's like, well, they're gone. And she's like, well, here's more. And I'm like, how do you have so many tangerines? Right. Same here. Honestly, I, I can totally relate. Yeah, you just, even if you're not hungry, if you feel like completely full, still, you just try uh, a bit and you go on and you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. New Year. Yeah. Yeah. And like one of my favorite memories is like, oh, you know, like, because I was talking to them and like, oh, you know, traditionally you do champagne, but we don't like champagne. So here's cognac. <laughs> well, that might be an option. Quite so, why not? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, champagne is traditional, but yeah, it could be replaced or <laughs> supplemented by other drinks. Yeah, from yeah. wine through through samogon, uh, which is basically, I don't know, is hooch, I guess the word will be. Or, well, I would say like homemade whiskey. <laughs> or like moonshine. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the range can vary. <laughs> Yeah, no, and and it's and it's a fun time because I remember we had a lot of we didn't do presents on New Year because you know you also do presents on New Year's, correct? Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we I mean we don't always do uh, we don't always give presents for Christmas at the same time. I mean we might, but for New Year, yeah, typically, well, well. Most often we would give presents on New Year. Well, I mean, in bigger cities, I don't know, or like people are busy. But no, 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 everyone tries to give their nearest and dearest a present. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Christmas, it well, it depends. Yeah. yeah Not I, always. I've noticed a trend of people doing presents like on the 20th. Like, you know, here's one present mm -hmm. on the 25th to do the traditional mm -hmm. Western style and then to yeah. open, well, at least my host only did the one present on the 25th, and then they did the rest of them on New Year's. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the 7th was just more so a a party day. Um, I didn't celebrate the 7th and 14th in mm -hmm. St. Petersburg. I was in Kazan. Uh -huh. so, so I was with my, my, tar my Tartar friends. So they were, you know, they're Muslim, so they don't celebrate yeah, Christmas. Right. Um, and we just went out for old New Year's. So mm -hmm. yeah, this is another tradition, by the way. Yeah, and yeah, thanks for mentioning the Tartars. Yeah, we are quite a multi, a, a very multi-ethnic country mm -hmm. of different religious convictions. Well, there are atheists here, of course, too. And yeah, there are quite a few Buddhists, Muslims, so they have their own celebrations. Well, surely, mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
so uh, I would say that, well, they definitely don't celebrate Christmas. Well, they, however, will wish you a Merry Christmas anyway, just as Christians will wish them, well, a Happy Ramadan, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's perfectly beautiful, I'd say. But yeah, the old New Year, Starry Novigod, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> it's an option to celebrate twice. It's an opportunity to celebrate twice. And probably your listeners would like to know where it comes from and what, uh, so how um, the, the concept itself emerged. Yeah, old New Year, right, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and the, the yeah, the point is, and you, 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 of course, know that, right? I guess you, you yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I'm orthodox. Do. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. So it's just because of those calendar shifts. So the older style, right, and the so uh, and the newer style. So first, before the revolution, was stuck to, oh my goodness, to the Julian or the Gregorian Julian, calendar, Julian, shape, Julian car- yeah. calendar. So and then we would uh, uh, so. Uh, and the differ- and now we are uh, on the Gregorian calendar, and the difference is thirteen days actually. So and uh, celebrating on the midnight of the thirteenth and fourteenth of January, it's like we get back to the Julian calendar and celebrate again. So first of January, the Gregorian calendar. 14th of January, the older Julian calendar, because it would be the 1st of January, according to it. Yeah, so that's how it it works here. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a great, it's always wonderful to celebrate twice, although not always healthy, admittedly. I'm not only talking of alcohol, but of a lot of food. (laughs) Yeah, and it's, you know, I mean, it's fun to celebrate twice, but then you also have the too much alcohol, too much food, and then the worst part, your wallet suffers. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. But it's like, yeah, over just the time. What was the song called? Yeah, there, there are lyrics, overeating Christmas greetings from relatives you don't know. Well, overeating is what we do have a lot mm. during both New Year's. You know, that's true. And, you know, it kind of reminds me of something I heard back when I was studying abroad. And it was pretty much the, oh, yeah, you know, Russians will just look for a holiday to celebrate if they don't have one. So, you know, it's like, oh, it's John Lennon's birthday today. Let's celebrate that. And I just have a, have a party in honor of John Lennon, for example. Yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of like Russians like partying, t- typically. Um, sure. I mean, who doesn't? But it's a lot of fun to be able to celebrate with, you know, friends and families. and you And that way you always have a holiday to kind of, go visit someone's family so you know it's like oh you know for you know for the current mm-hmm. christmas and new year's we can go to this place and then for old christmas and new year's we can go to that place and yeah that way you, you know you're, you're not you're not you don't have to, like divide the holiday between people mm-hmm. right right yeah mm-hmm. that's what happens quite often yeah that was i mean that was my experience at least i mean well that's what quite a few people love to practice. And is there anything that you can think about regarding like any other um, Russian traditions? Like, you know, what are some other things that people do in a lead up, such as like movie watching or. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We love movie watching. What is interesting is that we love 
uh, American movies before New Year, like Home Alone is everyone's favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, me, myself included. So, yeah, because, well, of the ambience and the fun. So, actually, American movies, uh, not only Home Alone and Home Alone 2, but quite a few others. Yeah, so especially by uh, younger, they are loved by younger generations, by myself, well, but it's probably also because I'm a professor of English and it's also part of my professional, uh, you know, competence, but it's also because I like them a lot, really. Mm -hmm. Well, but uh, as regards, you know, Russian movies, we have a set of traditional Soviet movies like uh, The Irony of Fate, Ronye Sujbui, yeah, or or happy birthday, Slukim Param. So that's what we watch, and we never get tired of watching. So like every Chris, every New Year's, even New Year's night. Uh, so it could be the Carnival night uh, with that famous song "Five minutes, five minutes, So it's like there's five minutes left before the clock chimes. So, and it's coming and coming soon. Right. I don't have to translate for you, I know, but just, well. Yeah. Everyone, no, everyone else. No, it's fine. We do that yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, and uh, so this song is loved. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because it's basically about uh, the new year, which mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah. So the, hence the name five minutes. Well, what other movies? Well, many others like Ivan Vasilich Minyait Profesio. So my Ivan favorite <laughs> is changing, changing. Uh, well, his, uh, the, his profession, right? Probably just switching his job, but yeah, changing his profession. Yeah, this is a wonderful comedy. It's interesting though that the uh, the story, the the long short story, it is based on, or is it a play by Mikhail Bulgakov? So originally, mm-hmm. this comedy is based on Mikhail Bulgakov's play, Ivan Vasilyevich. And as a matter of fact, it is extremely sad. I don't, I mean, I read it quite a while ago, and I don't remember the detail carefully, but it is much sadder, actually. It's quite a grave play. And so uh, the, the, the movie uh, was turned into a, you know, hilarious comedy, and with good taste, I would say. Mm-hmm. People die laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, I watched it in Russian in my Russian class, mm-hmm. and I remember just thinking this is the best Russian film I've ever seen. So yeah. I can't, and I can't wait to cover that on this show because we are covering that movie. <laughs> right, but just remember the advice: never drink vodka if it's made by the key keeper. Right, because it's the worst, according to Ivan Vasilievich, <laughs> according to, <laughs> to the emperor. Vodka, vodka делала. So the keykeeper, <laughs> you prepared the vodka. It's it's yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> my my favorite line from that movie is still even Ivan finally sees like Mos- the modern Moscow. But anyways, back to Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, cause I remember Snegurichka is also another big one I yeah, remember seeing. Yeah, At least in like, right. the, in like the former Soviet states, a lot of them are like, yeah, Snegurichka is our favorite. Not even yes would be or anything. Mm-hmm. They really like that one because it has more of like a Christmas feel. Actually, yeah, it's more Christmassy, I'd say. Yeah, also Moroska, by the way. So mm-hmm. it's favored too. Well, oh no, I yeah, have... Moroska. That's what I was talking about. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, 
boat. Well, the 12 months, 12 месяцев, is a, yeah. a, another one. Yeah, it's a true favorite tale. Mm, yeah. Well, honestly, well, I guess they're still popular. They are more popular with, the, let us say, with the kids of those parents who loved watching these movies in their own childhood. Yeah. Let's say like this. It's yeah, like or, showing the nostalgia of like, you know, yeah. here's movies I enjoyed. And if you get them, if you get the kids to watch it early enough, they're going to enjoy it too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, back in the Soviet Union, well, there were different things, good and bad ones, but they they were able to make great movies, memorable movies, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they are just wonderful. Yeah. No, for sure. Um Okay, well, I'm not yeah. sure if we can sing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't want to traumatize your listeners with my singing. <laughs> oh, they get traumatized already for all the content we cover. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, like, just if I sing в лесу родилась елочка, so a Christmas tree was born uh, in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that could be even, yeah, still, just, just they might need soft kitty that uh, Sheldon Cooper loves in that Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> I've never seen it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've seen all the 12 seasons. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, was, was awesome. Yeah, But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know that well, the, in the United States, Christmas carols are popular too, right? Uh, I, I think they're dying out. People uh, like seeing them in like parties and everything. Mm-hmm. We're just listening to them. But you don't have the old tradition of people going around and caroling for things. I don't know if it's a big thing in like smaller towns, but mm-hmm. like I grew up in a city, so I don't have a tradition of people coming to my door singing because yeah. nobody does that. Like, I mean, I would say in Russia, it's pretty much the same. In smaller towns and villages, yeah, it's still practiced quite a bit. In bigger cities like Moscow and St. Pete, well, that, that's more, you know, of a kind of a smaller local thing still. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess we have something like this in common here. Yeah, but it was yeah. still, yeah, Vlisura Dilasiolachka is loved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, some kids love walking. Well, mostly in Moscow, well, if it happens, well, it usually happens in the Moscow region, you know, in smaller yeah. villages and towns in the vicinity of Moscow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, that's just where can find it yep okay um so alexei it was a pleasure having you on the show hi uh roberto was i was really privileged to 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 be invited to your show well and i'm I'm glad yeah we we had this opportunity so and if you allow me i would like to wish you your family your friends uh, juniata of course that's Mm -hmm. through thanks to which we uh, actually met and your dear listeners your audience a very very happy new year and a very merry christmas and may uh, well you and your nearest and dearest be healthy happy and enjoy thoroughly so and may the force be with you snowum godam snowum godam alexey snowum godam snowum godam snowum Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Bye-bye. laughs>